Who's hungry for another episode of Mindless Digital? Well, get ready, because Dave's serving it up nice and hot. Hey, guys, welcome to my second episode of 2024. And uh, just been thinking about a lot of things. Uh, I know I talked about uh, how I was feeling on the last episode. And uh, I mean, it's continuing into into February now and shit, almost the end of February here. So that's why I figured, hey, and I, I got to get on the mic and and get my ass to podcasting again because I know people keep asking me, it's like, why are you waiting so long between between episodes? When can we hear another one? You need a you know, you need a podcast. You need to put out another episode. So here I am. So uh I've been thinking about um uh, a lot of things, you know, and one of the things is like, okay, we talked about, you know, cutting out all the bullshit in your life and 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 taking an inventory of, of what you want and what you don't need and this and that. And I'm talking not just about uh, monetary things, but I'm talking about people, people that bring you down in your life and, and, and things like that. So um, I ran across this this article because I'm, I'm a big reader. I've always been a big reader. Uh, I always read books when I was younger. And that's one of the things that uh, my wife said was attractive about me was that um, I was always reading books and um, now she thinks I'm dumb because I don't read as much or I don't read much of anything. I don't read books, um, but I do read a lot of uh, articles that um, I see in my inbox and what I see out there. And so this one in particular was on Einstein's seven rules for a better life. Now, everybody knows Albert Einstein, right? He, uh, he was this great physicist, uh, real genius, kind of crazy, kind of funny looking. And um, that's what people know him for, right? Um, but that's not the first name that comes to mind when you think of someone that's going to give uh, life advice. A- and he was known for that. He, he shared you know, a lot of information as far as life advice goes. And, and, um, you know, there's an article, actually there's a book, uh, written about this. And so, um, I'm a big fan of lists too. I don't know why I, I like gathering information. I like gathering data. And so this lists always catch my attention. So of course this was right up my alley. So, um, started looking at this and said, you know what, I'm, I'm going to talk about that. See, see how much of that applies to me and see what other people think about his thoughts on, on life and his advice. So rule number one, 
He says, expend your efforts on the things that matter. And I think I've, I've talked about this. It's like those things that matter to you and those things that you can control, those are what you want to focus on. Don't focus on the things that are not important and you can't change. Okay. We as people every day have a lot of decisions to make. Okay. Whether it's your daily life, whether it's work, family, uh, it requires a lot of mental effort. Okay, so you focus on these things. So if you cut out those things that really aren't important and 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 just put them off to the side or don't even think about them whatsoever, you avoid this idea of what's known as decision fatigue. And decision fatigue is it's choosing not to put effort into the things that are are unneeded or useless to what's actually important to you. And that's a way to become more mentally efficient, okay? It frees up your mind to focus on what actually matters most to you, on those things that are really, truly important to your life, to your existence, to what you want to accomplish and what you need to do as a family unit, as an individual, as a couple, you know, uh, if you don't have kids. And so the rewards of focusing your mind on what is truly important can lead to a better life. You know, it's less cluttered. Your mind is less cluttered. And so Einstein focused on this and he lived this. And his idea was, all right, I'm going to, those small decisions that really don't matter, I'm going to just take them out of, out of the way. So he basically, like for instance, getting up in the morning, a lot of people is like, oh, what am I going to wear for work today? What am I going to wear? What, what did I wear yesterday? What did I wear last week? Now, some of us, for instance, my, me, working in the medical field, I get scrubs or I get to wear scrubs. So it's real easy. I get up. I, that's not something that I have to worry about. You know, I've got scrubs, put them on, and that's it. I don't have to figure out what socks, what underwear, shoes, because it's almost like a uniform. And he basically took that idea. And did the same thing for himself, even though he wasn't in a field that required a uniform. He basically wore the same type of outfit every day, right? A lot of people have done that. A lot of smart people have done that, like Steve Jobs, uh, Zuckerberg, things like people like that. You know, they they take those small decisions out of the equation, and they focus their mind and their energy on those big things that they have to tackle. That really makes a difference. So I think that's a pretty good idea. And so luckily I don't have to focus on what I'm going to wear Monday through Friday. Weekends, it's easier. Um, and it, sometimes it depends on the weather. So uh, sweats and a hoodie. Get comfortable. Most of the time it's jeans and a t-shirt. Even more comfortable. Number two, do the things that you love even if you're terrible at them. I got this one right here. So by focusing on something uh, mundane, you know, Einstein, Einstein's mind was free to wander, frequently leading him to exciting new ideas. Okay. So his thing was when he wasn't out discovering scientific equations or proving them, he 
loved to go sailing. Now, he wasn't good at it because, one, he'd get lost. Two, he couldn't follow directions. And three, he wasn't very, uh, he wasn't a, a defensive sailor. Like, you know, when you get out there and you're a defensive driver and you look for other people and you be careful, he wasn't that type. Other people had to, had to be defensive. They had to look out for him. So I feel the same way, like podcasting. I, I think I'm okay at podcasting, right? And I do it because I enjoy it. Because it takes my focus on what I'm doing on a regular basis away from the tedious stuff, from the stuff that oh, we get bogged down with. This allows my brain to be a little bit more creative, to, you know, get those juices flowing, make it a little bit more exciting, a little bit, you know, just a, a, a piece of excitement for this, for podcasting, right? Same way I am with um, comedy. I enjoy comedy. I'm not the greatest comedian. I'm not the funniest comedian. I'm not out here on tours, national tours, and making millions and millions of dollars like, you know, Kevin Hart and Fluffy and whoever else, Dave Chappelle. But I enjoy my time on the stage, whether it's, you know, 10 minutes, 15 minutes, 20 minutes. It's fun for me. It's exciting for me. I get to think of new jokes. I get to think of new ideas of creative. Try, try to be a little bit more creative on how I'm going to make people laugh. I enjoy laughter. I enjoy making people laugh. That's fun for me. What else do I do? I play golf. I suck at golf. I get out there and I have to make sure I have plenty of tees. And plenty of golf balls because I will lose tees and I will definitely lose balls. All right. If I'm playing a hole that has water, you better believe I'm going to find that water. At least one, two, possibly even three of my balls are going in the water. Okay. Losing them out in, 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 the, uh, in, in the high grass, in the rough, you know, in the weeds, the woods. It happens all the time. I always have to make sure I have enough golf balls in my bag to get me through 18 rounds. And as frustrating as it is, and as irritating as it is, as much as I want to throw my clubs into that water, I don't because I do enjoy it. And it takes my mind off of my daily uh, decisions. It takes it off my daily responsibilities and it gives me a time to just get out there and reflect on the things that make me happy on the things that I enjoy. Kind of like having a nice drink and a cigar, going to a cigar lounge and just sitting there with a bunch of other men that are enjoying their cigars and having good conversations. Those things are fun to me. They're enjoyable. I enjoy passing the time doing these things. So if you don't have a hobby or some focus that you can do or, 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 or concentrate on outside of work and home, find something. It'll put some spark back into, into your world. 
Okay? Find something. Whatever it is. Whatever you enjoy. Don't let somebody tell you, you suck at it. You should just give it up. Don't. If it makes you happy and you enjoy what you're doing, and at the end of the day, after you finish that, whatever that um, activity is, if you can say to yourself, man, that I had a good time. Man, I really enjoyed that. I, wanna, I can't wait to do it again. Then keep doing that activity. You owe it to yourself. Number three, he says, have a puzzle mindset. All right. So you think about the problems that we face on an everyday basis, both as individuals and as society, um, as a civilization. Uh, these things could be, you know, financial, environmental, uh, health-related, or political. For example, those arenas affect us all, right? Do you see these problems as a crisis, as something major? And if you do, as a crisis, meaning, oh my gosh, what am I going to do? And if you think about it and you start to feel like there's there's no hope, like it, it's it's a hopelessness, as if, you know, there's nothing you can do about it, then you need to change your way of thinking. You need to change how you look at these things. Einstein's approach was to view them as a puzzle. You might think about it as a fresh approach to solving them. So if you think of it as a crisis, like, oh my gosh, what am I going to do? This is just uh, overwhelming. I I can't, I'm not going to be able to get past that. If you already are telling yourself mentally that you're not going to be able to get past that hurdle, you've already been defeated. Okay? But if you take the mindset of, all right, let's look at this. Let's look at it from all angles, from all perspectives. Let's try to take it apart and then put it back together the right way. Okay? There's a couple of pieces here that we're missing or maybe we're not seeing them in the right way place let's figure this out because like i said if you see it as as a hopeful um activity you're just gonna give up you're you're just gonna call it and say it's a lost cause and that's not a way to live your problems that come at you you got to figure them out you got to do something to get past them to fix them. Okay. So look at it as a puzzle. Say, hmm, let's try to solve this. And you may not solve it right away. It may take you a while. But don't give up. Keep at it. See it all the way through and solve that puzzle. Number four, think deeply, both long and hard, about things that truly fascinate you. Okay, let's take, for example, um, talked about this a while back. What should we do with our lives? That's a question that we all face, whether at any age, it, it could be posed at any age, whether you're a teenager, whether you're in your 20s, whether you're middle aged or even older. What do you want to do with your life? Okay, if you recognize who you are as a person and say, This is who I want to be as a person. This is who I want to be as an employee. This is who I want to be as a parent. 
as a spouse or as a couple, all right, you think about that and say to yourself, what do I need to do to get there? Okay. And so you don't want to just try to answer that question right away. You might want to take some time because we're always evolving as individuals. You know, the person that you were five years ago, 10 years, 10 years ago, 20 years ago, probably not the same person. It's a newer, better version for the most part. So you can constantly think about that question. Who do I want to be today? Who do I want to be this year? And always keep thinking about it because you can always improve. You can always do something better. And that's what he's talking about here. If you don't arrive at the answer or the solution of, of your question, if you don't arrive to the answer of your question, don't worry about it. It doesn't have to be answered right away. You can take your time. You can figure it out. And eventually, you'll probably get there. Rule number five. Don't let politics fill you with either rage or despair. Okay. I don't talk politics. I don't get into politics. I have my views. I don't share them with anybody because I have my thoughts. And my thoughts are exactly my thoughts. But in this particular rule, this particular instance, he's not talking about the political arena. He's talking about the politics of life. He says, how many of us have seen a friend, acquaintance, or even a total stranger make a statement that filled us with outrage? Okay. And then you flew off the handle, filled with righteous indignation and launched into a tirade as a result. We've had that situation where we've talked to somebody, a friend, or maybe somebody we just met, or even somebody we don't even know, and they say something, and it just sets you off. Okay? Why should you let it set you off? Don't just react. Think about it. Is it worth the reaction? Is it worth flying off the handle? Does it help? us reach our goals that we want to 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 get to does it make us a better person in the end just because somebody says something that you disagree with you don't have to challenge them about it right off the bat you don't have to get into an argument or get into a fight you know what that's this their views let them have it this next one number six is kind of kind of tied into it as well Blind obedience to authority is the greatest enemy of the truth, okay? In this world nowadays, we have a lot of fake news. And this lesson is more important to assimilate than ever. You know, now is the time when we're seeing that more and more. So we need to understand that. It's like just because somebody says something doesn't mean it's always true. Look into it. Research it. Look for your, think about it for yourself. Because a lot of people will say something and then you have all these followers that are going to re be repetitive. They're going to start thinking the same way without even putting much thought into it. 
they're letting themselves be guided by these individuals, by these organizations, by these uh, companies, these news sources. There's a lot of information out there. A lot of it is wrong. A lot of it is incorrect. It's misinformation because people eat that up. You kind of have to weed through all that stuff and figure out where's the truth? What is it really? Because everybody has their take on it. And they're going to give you their idea, not necessarily an unbiased opinion or idea. You have to kind of look for that. Number seven. Science, truth, and education are for everyone, not just the privileged few. All right? That is definitely true. Okay? We all... We all have the right to the same type of education, to the same type of truth, to the same type of beliefs. Okay? No one has more privilege than the other. Sometimes we have to work harder at it. Because there are some people that have financial privilege. And they can get the best education. Or they can get this and that. Whereas those growing up didn't have those things. We had to work a little bit harder. Okay. Think about all those people that were segregated during their time. The schools were segregated. The restaurants were segregated. Nowadays, people eat wherever they want to, and that's the way it should be. They go to school wherever they want to. That's the way they should be. If you can get admitted, if you have the grades, if you have the the funds, whether it's your deep pockets or financial aid and assistance, do it. Follow your dream. Get that education. Should never let anyone keep you from reaching for what you feel is your right. Now, you know, schooling is not for everybody. Not everybody is cut out to be, you know, in the classroom. Nothing wrong with that. But you can still have a dream. You can still have a path that you want to lay for yourself. And you have every right in this world to try to make that path for yourself. And complete that journey and be where you want to be. But remember, the journey never has an end. Never really has an end. It's continuous. So yeah, you can actually, I'll, I'll try to share, I'll have to look for the link on this um, so I can share it with everybody. The Einstein's Seven Rules for a Better Life. I mean, for me, it's good reading. I do enjoy a good read here and there. Um, and it's a short read. It's not like it's a book with, you know, a thousand pages and, you know, a hundred chapters. That's going to take you a while to, to get through. But I do enjoy... Um, looking at this information and sharing it and talking about it, discussing it as to how it applies to me, how it could apply to you, the listeners. 
you know, because for me, I'm always looking to see what I can do about getting getting more knowledge or becoming a better person, becoming a better Dave. And if you feel, ah, Dave, you're full of shit, maybe it's true. Maybe you're right. But hey, I podcast because I like it. Doesn't make me any money. Doesn't bring me millions and millions of listens. But the people that do enjoy what I have, you know, to put out, I'm glad you're listening. So, you know, when I first started podcasting, it was all about entertainment, having a good time. And, you know, it was me and, and uh, my son, oldest son and a friend of mine from work. And I mean, we had a blast. We did it routinely. And then work schedules got in the way. And it's like that first podcast kind of just went away. It dissolved. And we had a really good following. We had a lot of people tuning into our episodes. A lot. And then that went away. So I said, you know what, I'll just do my own thing. And it's like, it started out for stuff that, you know, just fun. To try to entertain people. But it's kind of morphed. My podcast has kind of morphed into more of, I don't know, just, I, 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 and maybe this is why I don't put out as often as I want or as often as people think I should. But I try to find topics that interest me. And I don't always, I don't want to just put something out. I want to find a topic that interests me and, and then just expand on it, you know, like, like this one. You know, how, how does it apply to me? How, how do I follow these rules? Or do I even follow these rules? Is this something that maybe I should consider? And that's kind of where I'm at now. You know, especially when I do these solo podcasts and really specifically when I do these solo podcasts. Now, when I have a guest on, it's more it's going to be more about the guests themselves, you know, having good conversations and um, just bringing, you know, fun stories, things like that. Depending on who the guest is, you know, if it's a somebody that I do comedy with, if it's a musician, if it's just. You know, just a regular guest. You know, just have a good conversation that people can listen in. It's like, oh, that was a good time. I like that talk you guys had. So you'll probably, this is probably what you're going to be getting from Dave on Mindless Digital. So, all right, guys. Hopefully I'll see you next week. Later. Later.